Hello, it's me. It's your old buddy, Steve Simonson. And here we are in the Awesomers miniseries, Founder Foundations. And today we're talking about uh, what I like to just call key frustrations. Uh, you might call them stupid frustrations or uh, these bloody frustrations are killing me. Why do I still have them frustrations? Uh, you can name them whatever you want. But in business, we end up with something we call frustrations. And believe it or not, there's a systemic way to deal with frustrations. And why wouldn't there be? Because everything could be a system, right? Uh, in my house, I have systems just like I have in my business. And maybe this makes me a nerd, but it also makes me never lose my keys because I go to the same place at all times and I put my keys there and I put my wallet there and I do things within a system. And in fact, when I somehow break protocol, uh, let's just say for the sake of argument, I go in from my house, from the car, and I realize I don't have my wallet with me. I've left it somehow in the car. I will go, oh, I broke the system, broke protocol, go back out to the car right now and put the wallet from where it should be to where, or from where it is to where it should be. And so even though that may sound trivial or silly, it removes a future frustration of going, I'm ready to leave. Here are my keys. Where is my wallet? And then trying to randomly go through a series of prior events, figuring out where my wallet or keys or whatever the case may be. Frustrations come usually because either a system does not yet exist or that that system uh, didn't work. The outcome that you wanted from that system, meaning no frustrations and success, broke. It didn't exist as a result of this. And so uh, by having a process to deal with frustrations, you're kind of allowing yourself and more importantly, your team to understand the nature of this frustration and then decide how to deal with that frustration. And again, we've we've shared in, in different places and forums some of the systems to deal with this, like is literally how you solve key frustrations. And that's a pretty simple thing, right? You start out with like, what's my frustration? You want to you really synthesize that thing down. And then you move through the various steps to identify and then kind of ask yourself in a probing way, what part of the system failed? What part of the system needs to be addressed uh, if this is fixable? And by the way, just a little uh, pro tip, not every frustration is something that you can solve right? It may be an external problem. I'll give you an example. When the cost of freight is spiraling out of control because the container ships have decided their ship has come in, so to speak, and they just start raising the price from 2000 to 4000 to 8000 to 12000 to 24000 or whatever, whatever stratosphere they decided was reasonable, those are not problems that you can control. Now, you should have a process for dealing with those costs and, you know, how does that impact your pricing and, and all those other things. But you simply can't say, oh, I'm going to overcome this through, you know, some great, you know, Steve-based system, right? This is not what I'm saying. I am saying that there are process problems in your business that will cause frustration and those should be dealt with, identified, and then, you know, hopefully uh, going forward, they solve the problem. And then other things that you try to identify the problem and you realize, you know what, 
I can't solve this problem. This is not my problem to solve. And so you just have to step away from that, letting it frustrate you, right? And, and I, again, there's the emotional piece of the puzzle, everybody. And then there's the practical piece of the puzzle. If you want to walk around and be frustrated because freight is spinning out of control and that's having a negative impact on your business, I, I get it. I, I've been there. But I'm I'm less of a person that will take on those external frustrations and let them wear on me too much. I will just go mentally, I will say this, there's a solution to every problem. If my costs are going up, I'm going to have to raise my prices. This is just the nature of economics, right? Am I happy that I have to raise the price? No, I'm not happy about it. Is that relevant to the conversation? No, it's not relevant. I Life keeps going and we must keep going along with it. And so I, I, I give you that as an example of a frustration that may not be solvable. There may be other frustrations that are just silly and not really repeating themselves that awesome or that often that would say, don't bother with that one. So an infrequent frustration doesn't deserve the time or respect of you building a system to avoid it. So one of the very basic elements of frustration identification is how often does this come up and is the juice worth the squeeze to solve it? And if it's not a recurring problem, if it's not something that is uh, a big deal, I mean, you know, maybe it just caused you a little time spent to solve whatever this particular issue was that randomly occurred, that was unexpected, uh, was not a result of a failed system. It was not a result of a failed process. It was just a, a you know, a so-called lightning bolt. That's what I call them. And, and you carry on with your life. You, you should not build a system for things that are not systemic, right? You cannot build a system for lightning bolts. Because there's just an infinite supply of those. And they're so random that you would never be able to build a system wide enough and big enough to anticipate every kind of random event that may occur. Like how many of us had a pandemic plan going into, you know, 2020 or 2019? Uh, not that many, I would argue. And those who had it, uh, none of their plans worked and they continue to not work today. So here's the point. Whether you have created, you know, a frustration, uh, or let me say it differently, whether you have experienced a frustration that is a result of something that you created or an external thing, very, very important distinction. And I want you to make that distinction as early on in your process to quash the frustration as possible, because your sense of reality is that frustration worth fixing will come very closely after that. And so when you start thinking about the, the cause of these frustrations, you want to think about, you know, are these things that, that you can control or things that somebody in your company can control or not? And if they're not, then you have to kind of move on to some other uh, element of the process. So as I mentioned, I can't control the cost of freight, so I will have to raise my price. I should also decide how much of that stuff do I really want to buy? Maybe I should buy less of it. Or the, you know, there could be other elements at play. Maybe I should buy more because uh, you know, my competition can't keep up. And so without capital, there's going to be less inventory, and now I can cover the market. Now be careful of uh, uh what we now know, DSI, downstream impact, 
uh, downstream impact could be you now in 2022 have a bunch of inventory at a higher cost basis than your competition because they didn't buy so much inventory and their old, or excuse me, your old freight rates are what's causing your prices to be artificially high. In other words, you either are selling at a price which has a lower margin or you're selling at a higher price than your competition because we all got stuck with some inventory at those higher valuations. These are realities, everybody. But also a reality. Every business has a frustration. And I want you as a as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, to know that your team can be armed with a key frustration process to go through and say, we have this process or this frustration, and we have this process to resolve that frustration. Instead of involving you in every single one, they can just go grab the how to solve the frustration process and work their way right through it. It's very easy. It's very systemic. Uh, and it will you know, kind of give you the result of here's how we solve it, if it is worth solving, right? Not all of them are. And then at the end of the process, you'll kind of, you know, have the uh, related documentation that you might have for it. Hey, here's a new SOP. Here's who's responsible for it. Excuse me. Here are the resources. And here's the, the you know, documentation or, you know, training or whatever you might need to get some sort of new solution uh, to engage to, to avoid this frustration in the future. My whole point, everybody, is frustrations are inevitable. Then they are quite solvable as well. And when you apply a process to your management and to your, uh, even your frustration beatdowns, it can be extraordinarily rewarding. And the, the final takeaway, everybody, your team can apply a key frustration process and then quash those problems without them ever being something that was on your radar. Maybe you never knew the problem existed. They saw the frustration, they saw the problem, they solved it, and now they've documented who's responsible going forward and how that process will be changed to avoid this systemic failure in the future. It's a wonderful thing. And I highly recommend each of you having your key frustration process in place that your team can operate and take care of this stuff for you. Thanks again, everybody. I hope you are enjoying the Osmers Founder Foundations mini series. And I really encourage you again uh, to share this and, and uh, give us the likes and the thumbs up and the shares and the notification bells and all those things that, that amplify the message with, with the various channels, because we want other entrepreneurs to take advantage of this uh, as well, right? It doesn't hurt you that they get better and smarter along with you. And uh, that's why I'm doing this. I want to share with the people out there. Thanks again, everybody. Bye-bye.